we know that you were born magical. We know that you are intuitive and we know that you are brimming with everyday enchantment. Here at the Sisters Enchanted, we believe in intention, we believe in intuition, and we believe in everyday magic. Welcome in to the Expedition to Soul podcast. Welcome to this episode of the Expedition to Soul podcast. I'm Sarah, the founder of the Sisters Enchanted, and bringing you another solo episode today. Make sure that you listen in on the Friday episodes because you will always catch the lovely Anna and Sarah Milne on Friday, giving the astrology cast for the week ahead, the astro forecast. So you can know what's going on with the stars and how that's going to impact you and be sure to like, and subscribe to this podcast, wherever you are interacting with it. So you never miss an episode today's episode though, while I'm here chatting with you is going to be about self doubt. Now, recently in our enchanted journey membership program, which uh, you should totally join, by the way, uh, we held an event and I asked community members to share what it is that they were totally done with no longer going to do. And the common one of the, there are a lot of things in common, but one of the, uh, the phrases that came across the zoom chat box over and over again was self doubt. Now take a minute. When I say self doubt, consider how that plays out for you. What do you, where do you have self doubt? Now, even just when I say that and think about my own life, I mean, there's so many cool things that I do. I have the sisters enchanted that I created. I have helped hundreds of kids before the sisters enchanted. Uh, as a teacher and as an educational advocate for kids with learning differences. I'm a homeschool mom. By all accounts, I think that one would probably say, oh, Sarah doesn't have much self-doubt, but I totally have self-doubt and it holds me back in a lot of ways. So consider in your life for a moment, where does self-doubt creep up? And what does this have to do with anything? <laughs> It has to do with like pretty much everything because whether you are lighting a candle at a new moon, or you are having a releasing bonfire at a full moon, or you're setting a crystal grid, or you're working with the energy of the seasons or whatever it might be that you're doing some kind of ritual or ceremony. If you have self-doubt when it comes to the thing that you desire to create, that self-doubt will always get in the way. It just always will. But here's the thing about self-doubt is it's totally created by us and the thoughts that we think in the world that we live in. When you were born into this world, you breathe, you begin to move, you know how to feed yourself. Uh, you learn all of these things. You don't learn them. You just start doing them because you don't have that self-doubt. You just know this is what I need to do. And your body just does it. If you look at children, really young children, they will explore anything. They will like take center stage. A lot of kids, not all kids, but they're lacking in that self-doubt. And that self-doubt comes from things other people say to us from observations in society where we think we're less than somebody else. We don't look like somebody else. We don't behave like somebody else. We don't have what somebody else has. We internalize. Um, just thoughts people say out of anger or their own confusion or their own shadow. We internalize it as truth. 
and self-doubt is born. If you're a person who reads tarot or uses tarot cards, if you think about the fool and the fool's journey in tarot, the fool does not have self-doubt. The fool is going to step off of that edge, step off, step off of the cliff and is ready to explore anything, to receive anything and is totally open and willing and like just there for whatever is going to come. That fool does not have self-doubt. But then some stuff happens. The fool meets the uh, the emperor and the empress and has that uh, nurturing and authoritative figure energy thrust upon it. The fool meets the hierophant and society. And eventually the fool has the devil. The fool has the lovers. The fool has the hangman. The fool experiences death and, and all of these different elements of life that we all experience and has to go on the fool's journey. And then we see the added in elements of the minor arcana where there's conflict and sometimes there's resolution and sometimes there's not. And are we going forward? Or are we going backward? And this is where that self-doubt piece comes in because you are not born doubting yourself. Just like the fool does not enter the fool's journey, doubting their self. This happens over time. It happens with life experience. So how do we stop having self-doubt? How do we conquer it? Well, I think for one, seeing it for what it is like, Hey, that's self-doubt. And for two, understanding where that self-doubt is coming from. And that's not always easy. When I explore self-doubt in my own life, uh, some of the things that I really struggle with is speaking up in a room of my peers or being seen as a smart business owner and really owning my place as an expert and somebody who knows what the heck they're doing. I really struggle with that. And I have a lot of self-doubt around it, which is ridiculous because I have this amazing track record that would show the exact opposite. That doesn't mean that that self-doubt isn't there. So what do we do to work on it? Get to the root of it. Start doing some shadow work, do some self-care around it. Where is this story coming from? Figure out where the story is coming from, be intentional about it and dig it up by its roots and examine those roots. Look at the very thing that has been planted to flourish into self-doubt and how do we get that out of there? How do we dig it up to plant something else in its place? The thing about self-doubt though, is that while you are working on the shadow work and you're working on digging it up. The things that you want in life might be passing you by because you're afraid of doing it. There's the fear of failure, the fear of losing your joy, the fear of like, is this for me? Isn't it for me? And so if we can simultaneously take baby steps into doing the thing that we're afraid of while also examining this self-doubt, we can help build the confidence to get to where we want to go. And this is why I love working with lunar cycles, because we can take an intention for something and break it down into smaller bits over one short lunar cycle. A lunar cycle is only about 29 days, and you can work on an intention and hold space for it for that small period of time. We teach our five eye spiral in our holistic witchery program, and that's where we set an intention. We integrate that intention into our being. We do shadow work around it. We create a new vision for the future. And then our intuition grows as we do this again and again and again. And when we work on an intention to uncover some part of our self-doubt and also begin to take action in terms of what it would look like if we didn't have that self-doubt, 
we can set the intention to do it. We actually spend a little bit of time taking the action, do that shadow work, and then bolster ourselves for the next time. And each time it gets easier and easier and easier. So wherever you're experiencing self-doubt in your life, try to figure out where is the story actually coming from? Because you weren't born with it, which means you don't need it. Like you were born with a heart, you, you right? You were born with various things that you need. You were not born thinking self-doubt thoughts about yourself. Those were acquired. And if they were acquired, you can also get rid of them, but it's not as easy as that. So figuring out where the stories come from while also working with your own energetic rhythm, the rhythm of the seasons, the rhythm of the moon phases to start to take baby step action on doing the damn thing anyway, that you might be feeling doubtful of, or like not letting yourself do to grow out of that self-doubt because you can recognize it, but becoming the person who doesn't have that is a whole other story. And sometimes things just come with practice, you know, like for me being on camera, that took a lot of practice. <laughs> I practiced it. I've been practicing it most days for six years and now it's second nature. It wasn't always that way. The same with anything. Like I was a teacher before this. And at first I had no idea what I was doing. I was very nervous in front of a classroom, very nervous talking to parents and administrators. It takes practice. And next thing you know, it's second nature. It's just what you do. And weeding that self-doubt out from our energy, from who we are, who, how we see ourselves will take practice. So beginning to do the thing while also understanding and rooting up and digging up that self-doubt, I think is powerful to do them in tandem. And then of course, as I said, working with small bits, if you have self-doubt around accomplishing a goal or doing something in your life or like being on your own or whatever it is small steps, do one small thing first, build that confidence in yourself, prove to yourself that you can do it and slowly get that self-doubt out of there. How do you overcome self-doubt with time, seeing it, lots of self-care, some shadow work and doing one thing at a time? Because again, self-doubt is acquired. You're not born with it. That's acquired <laughs> and you can work on it. For some people that will take longer than others, but it's totally doable. It's totally, totally doable. So come back to the question, where is self-doubt showing up in your life? And what is it doing for you? Where is it holding you back? What is it keeping you from? And what do you stand to lose? Think back to our inner spark a couple episodes ago. What, what do you stand to lose if you stay in self-doubt and don't grow out of it? Use your tools, use your tarot and your candles and your crystals to support you in this. But you got to do the work because you are your own most powerful, energetic, and magical tool. You and nobody else. So look at yourself as the magician that you are. All my tarot references today. And start working on that self-doubt. And once you've done it, you're going to feel amazing. And then you'll find something else, though, <laughs> that creeps up as self-doubt. And then you'll work on that. But you'll get better and better at it each and every time. All right, friends. Short episode for you today. If we can help you with anything at all, be sure to check out our website, thesistersenchanted.com. We have tons of resources. Join us in Holistic Witchery, holisticwitchery.com. That is the place to be if you are working on your energetic self, your magical self, creating the life you want to live, doing shadow work. And you also can join us in our membership via Holistic Witchery too. 
All right. Thank you so much for being here. I'll see you in the next podcast episode. Let's see if I can't get Anna on one of them with me sometime soon for some good old fashioned rambling conversation, some sister banter, but until next time, I hope that you have a magical day ahead and, uh, best wishes for you on your expedition to soul this day and every day. Bye. If you liked this episode of the expedition to soul podcast, please rate review, subscribe. If you're listening on Apple podcasts, it will really help us spread everyday magic, intention, and intuition to the masses and helps us so much as a small business. Be sure to hit that subscribe button on your favorite podcasting platforms. So you never miss an episode. There are new episodes every Tuesday and astro forecasts for the week ahead every Friday. If there's any topics you'd want to hear, anything you want us to dive deeper into, shoot us an email at magic at the sisters enchanted.com. And as always, thank you so much for listening and being part of the community here at the sisters enchanted, and we'll see you in the next episode. <laughs>